1: Uh, the states here represented, Mr. Wood, Ms. Smith, Ms. Blake, Ms. Rawlings, and uh, also know Mr. R. E. Bob, who's as well, for the hearing. We're conducting this by Zoom.
2: Hey, everybody. We
1: are recording this.
2: This is a Dave Bell Mallow hearing.
1: Zoom software we we're also a live streaming the channel of the Idaho Supreme Court for this court in order to allow public access for this hearing. Uh, We've got two matters on the docket today. One is a scheduling conference. The other is a motion hearing on Mr. Daybell's case. Uh, Counsel, before we get started with the scheduling conference, are there any initial matters we need to bring up?
3: Your Honor, the state had intended to ask essentially to speak in chambers or approach. Of course, that's a little bit different on the Zoom hearings, but there are a few issues that we believe need to be discussed off the record um, prior to moving forward with the motion.
1: Okay, why don't we bring that up at such time as we are ready to start the motion, then we take a break and have a breakout room set up. Uh, Are we able to proceed at this time with the scheduling conference?
3: I think we are, Your Honor. I would also indicate, it's my understanding, co-counsel Mr. Means is also present. Um, I believe with the scheduling conference, the court's indication has been this is one trial, but I think the state is
4: ready to proceed with the scheduling conference.
1: Okay, thanks, Ms. Blake, and I'll also note, I do see it looks like Mr. Means is appearing telephonically and with the uh, case currently scheduled for joint trials between the two defendants, uh, I think it is appropriate of counsel for the co-defendant, uh, Ms. Vallow bell are present, although the court would note that case continues to be stayed pursuant to Idaho Code 18212, pending restoration of competency of that defendant. So with that in mind, I would like to start off with our scheduling conference. Council, I'll uh, start off with the state with proposals on when we can get this case on the trial calendar. Then I'll ask the defense. We've had some discussion about this prior to today. I understand uh, the request as I learned from previously was for approximately eight weeks to be scheduled for the trial. So uh, I'd like to first confirm if that's the proposal on the amount of time being requested, and then let's look at uh, dates when we can get this matter set. So, uh, Mister Wood, uh, why don't I start with you? Is the eight-week time frame still what the state would be requesting to try this matter?
5: I think that's appropriate, Your Honor. Okay. If if uh, if any of my co-counsel disagrees, I- That's fine. Uh, I I think eight weeks for at least uh, the trial. Uh, I don't know if that includes jury, uh, picking a jury or not. Your
4: Honor, can we stop for just a second? For some reason, I'm getting a lot of feedback and I can't mute my YouTube. There we go. We're good. Okay, thanks. If you run into that issue again, just let me know.
1: Um, In terms of setting, uh, I I would like it to include, of course,
5: jury selection. Um, I think to be safe, then, Your Honor, we would would say 10 weeks.
4: Okay.
1: Mr. Pryor, before we set dates, then what are your thoughts on a 10-week trial setting? Do you think that's too much, not enough, or just right?
0: Judge, I took the liberty of examining what Mr. Wood and Ms. Blake and Ms. Smith have disclosed to me in terms of their witnesses at this point. And I did some planning, and then I coordinating coordinated that with the witnesses that I anticipate calling. Uh, and there is obviously some significant overlap with those witnesses. I anticipate about a one-week to pick a jury, and I expect about seven weeks in terms of testimony to the conclusion of the trial. So I uh, would uh, politely disagree with Mr. Wood, and I think that, quite frankly, a six-week time frame should be appropriate.
1: All right. I may have missed the math there, Mr. Pryor. I thought you
0: said one week for a jury and seven weeks mm-hmm. for... Six weeks, Judge, total. Oh, six weeks I'm total? Sorry. If I said seven, that I misspoke, and I apologize for that. I, I think total of six weeks would be sufficient, Judge. Total, including selection of jury.
4: Okay. Well, my thought is schedule it out as long as
1: we need, and we can always... Include the trial early and then fill our calendars in as we see that happening, but I'd rather not run out of time and have other settings. As everyone is aware, you all have other caseloads as the court has another uh, full dock of cases in the three counties I cover as well. So my thought is to err on the side of caution and um, let me just go back to you, Mr. Wood, after hearing that, are you still thinking 10 weeks would be a necessary time frame in order to get this tried?
5: Yes, Your Honor, and and from the state's perspective that's built in with caution. Hopefully it doesn't go that long, but uh just, just to be safe so that we don't run into other scheduling uh, issues. Okay, well
1: uh, based on that I will set it for 10 weeks. We'll of course do our best to move the trial along and as efficiently as possible and use the time We have, uh, hopefully, it wouldn't take that long. But if it does, again, I'd rather have that schedule set out in advance than run into having to emergency move other hearings because we went over. So, uh, with that in mind, then, Mr. Wood, what is the state thinking in terms of when you'd be able to be prepared to put your case on and start the trial?
4: Your
5: Honor, the the state again is going to take an abundance of precaution approach. Uh, what we don't want to do is schedule the trial and then have parties needing to continue it. We'd ask that the trial be set in September of 2023.
4: September of 2023. So a year and 10 months? Yes. Mr. Pryor, what are the
0: thoughts uh, on behalf of your client for starting the trial? Well, Judge, I guess what I'm doing is I'm presuming that since uh, Mr. Daybell's been in jail for about a year and a half, uh, Mr. Wood has probably provided me all of the discovery. At least I would hope he has at this by this time. Uh, I know I just got a recent batch again, a third supplemental uh, last week, but I would think after all of this time before charging Mr. Daybell, he would have had all of the discovery gathered and he would have provided it to me by now. So taking that into consideration and assuming that they're not going to drop any more um, surprises on me, uh, I have my expert witnesses lined up. I have what I need to do. I will be disclosing all of my witnesses to Mr. Wood shortly. And my preference is to start the trial in October of
4: 22. All right. Well, obviously there's a big difference here. The,
1: the court also has some duty here to administrate my caseload and manage it in consideration of all the parties here in the nature of this case. I did look at a lot of different factors, including the in custody status of the defendant in this case. Uh, I understand there was a waiver of speedy trial. However, there is still an obligation of this court to provide a trial as soon as possible, especially. And in particular, where defendants remain in custody, Um, September 2023, quite frankly, seems really distant for me. And I guess, Mr. Wood, I would like some additional information about why the state believes uh, an almost two-year delay from now until the time of trial would be necessary. Can you uh, give me some explanation as to why we would need to wait that long?
5: Partly, one, your honor, is an abundance of caution. Uh, two, uh, if as we've looked at other similar cases, very high-profile, complicated cases, um, these trials usually take two to three years to get. Uh, these cases usually take two to three years to get to trial. Um, we have a lot of issues with taking care of if we are going to over to Ada County. Um, that is a an extremely uh, uh, tedious thing for the state to have to do. That's not something that can happen overnight. Uh, so there's a lot of factors, Your Honor. Um, I, I, it's going to take a lot of time for the state to coordinate that. Uh, that's why we, we're asking for that time. And again, we think with that date, uh, it's not going to get continued.
4: It, it it goes. Everyone's ready to go.
5: I would, I would quickly note, Your Honor, where it is still a joint trial. Like the state thinks it would be appropriate to ask Ms. Daybell's Mrs. Daybell's counsel uh when they think trial would be appropriate.
1: Okay, and I'll I guess I will inquire, however, obviously that's very speculative because no sure. one knows when competency may be established. But Mr. Archbald, do you have any thoughts on when you may be prepared for trial? or
6: other than speculation as to when you may have a competent client? uh, No timeline as to when she may be restored to competency. Those are issues that we can talk about uh, privately. And as far as the trial being set, either a year or two years from now, it uh, it does take some time for mitigation. process with mitigation specialists and investigators uh, that process has not started yet because uh, of her incompetency and and whether or not she'll waive her right to speedy trial is still an issue that she cannot decide at this point point. Um, and so I think the general timelines yeah it does take two to three years to get a Uh, a death penalty case to trial if that's what the state is seeking and uh, they are complicated cases Uh, and so um, thinking logistically, uh, uh, Fremont County typically has uh, harsh winters so I would just uh, not want it set in in November, December, January, February, March. Those are, those are typically uh typical uh, seasons to for a lot of traveling if there's witnesses coming back and forth.
0: Judge yeah. I'd like to respond if I may. Go ahead. Judge, you know, um I I noted that Mr. Daybell's been in locked up for a year and a half, Ms. Vallow's been locked up for a couple of years. And with all respect to Mr. Archibald, uh, it's not Mr. Daybell's fault that Mr. Archibald has not started any mitigation process. It's not Mr. Daybell's fault that they may not be able to get their expert witnesses lined up. I would assume for the last several months, that's what they've been doing because they haven't had to file anything else. So they've got 10 months, 10 months from now to have a trial. And I think that, that's more than sufficient time given the fact that for a year and a half, there's been a, at least from my perspective, a battle to try to get all of the discovery. now if Mr. Wood decides and Ms. Smith and Ms. Blake decide to dump some more discovery, then that'll be an issue that I'll address with the court. But I'm assuming now that after all of this time, that I have all the information that they intend to use in this case. Uh, And given that I can't fathom how Mr. Dayville should be kept in jail for another two years, awaiting his opportunity to offer his explanation of this case. Uh, and, uh, and because Mr. Wood doesn't think that he can get ready in that much time. And frankly, he made a representation when I asked for a continuance in wave speedy trial that he was ready for trial. And he's made that representation to this court. Now, if that was an inaccurate statement that Mr. Wood made, that's fine. But he did make that representation in open court that he was ready for trial. So now if he's saying two years later now, because Ms. Vallow's locked up and he doesn't know what's gonna happen with her. And I suspect that's what the reason is. And that's not a legitimate reason to delay it for Mr. Daybell. He wants his trial and he wants his opportunity to present his case.
1: All right, thanks, Mr. Pryor. Um, The scheduling of the case is of course, matter of discretion for the court and I've considered the positions laid out here by all sides Uh, quite honestly my hope was to have this case tried in 2022. Uh, I'd note that while the case at bar here was started in May of this year uh, it was initially Mr. Daybill was taken into custody and arrested in related case that Stem first and, and went into this case, and that occurred back in June of 2020. So that was almost 18 months ago. So even if we looked at a three-year setting from when he was initially charged, uh, we, we still wouldn't be to the fall of 2023. And I understand the Burden, well, I, I won't say I understand it. I've been a prosecutor before, not on a case like this, but I understand it's a huge undertaking, would require a lot of time and preparation, and I want to afford to state that opportunity. But I also have to weigh that against the interests of a defendant to have a timely trial, uh, waiver a speedy time or not. And so in consideration of all of that, uh, I've also done some checking of my own with calendars Uh, coordinating things with Ada County where this trial is scheduled to occur. And I've determined then that uh, an appropriate time to be looking for trial will be in January of 2023. So that will still provide 14 months of preparation time from now going forward. There's other motions I understand still need to be litigated that could impact things and need to be scheduled as well. In particular, the motion to sever. But in terms of setting trial, I do wanna get it on the docket. Uh, There's a lot of planning that goes involved, a lot of scheduling issues, and I don't want to uh, be looking at the prospect of having to move the trial once it's set. So uh, upon all those considerations, then council, I'd ask that you start looking at your calendars right now and let's see what would be available in terms of a commencement date in the month of January 2023.
0: And Judge, uh, I, without permission to speak up, I will make a representation to the court that whenever the court decides to set it in, uh, in January, February, or March of 23, I will be available for whatever the dates the court decides. All right.
4: I would propose a starting date of January 9th So, if we started January 9th, your know,
5: the, the state's one concern of January is travel back and forth. Mr. Pryor himself has said that our officers can travel back and forth, so that's the position he's taking. I'm sorry. And, uh, that puts us in a that could very easily lessen the a bind. I think even moving it to late February would be a lot more appropriate.
0: Judge, I think January is gonna be fine. We're basically dealing with highway traffic and having been dealing with this for the last uh, 18 months, traveling between, uh, and quite frankly, really visiting with Mr. Daywell quite frequently in the last 18 months, it's not as difficult of an accommodation
5: as it seems to uh, be suggested. Well, I highly disagree with that. Okay, that's fine.
1: Uh, Again, yeah, that's a it's a speculative issue. Some winters, the interstates are clear all through January. Sometimes it's a nightmare getting from here to Boise. We don't know and can't predict that. It's one factor to consider, but the court would consider that where the trial would be occurring in Ada County. The climate there is much more mild than it is in Fremont County uh, that
4: alleviates some of that concern. Um, I still would like to consider that start date of January 9th because then that's
1: going to put us out to I think it's
4: March if we if we wanted 10 weeks then that would be March 17th or March 24th for an end date. I believe that I'd put it through March 17th. If I'm counting up all the weeks correctly,
1: is there any specific objection besides what's been noted in terms of weather or convenience from that setting? March 17th as an end date, January 9th to begin.
0: It's acceptable
4: to the defense, of Mr. Daybell, Judge. We will be ready, Your Honor. Okay. Well, I appreciate. Your input on
1: that council will get a scheduling order to that effect, that scheduling order will contain some deadlines uh, for council to pay attention to in terms of discovery cutoff, expert witness disclosures and other matters that are set in accordance with the Idaho criminal rules. So we'll send out a scheduling order uh, on those dates. And while we're talking about scheduling, I mentioned it a little bit previously, but um, what potentially has some real impact here, is the filed but not yet heard motion to sever. And
0: Mr. Pryor, is there any reason why we can't get that on the calendar as well? We can judge, but before we do that, in fact, my uh, my preliminary motions as they affect the motion for the sever have already been drafted. Uh, I had anticipated filing them, but uh, um, they were gonna be filed before this hearing. So the court knew where we were, but I received a uh, response to my motion Uh, uh, that's coming up uh, from Mr. Wood's office the other day, just yesterday, uh, excuse me, uh, Tuesday. And I had to take an opportunity to review that and do uh, the research on his uh, uh, last minute uh, response to my motion. So as far as the motion to sever, Judge, uh, just, and and I'm not submitting argument counsel, any of the counsel, but under rule 14, before the motion to sever is heard, uh, there is a requirement that the court can impose on the state to provide me statements that they intend to use in regards to Ms. Vallow and Mr. Daybell and to give me those statements. And it's addressed on the uh, latter part of Rule 14. Uh, I was gonna file a motion asking the court as to whether or not you're going to require the state to turn that information over to me prior to hearing the motion to sever. And if the court wants a formal hearing on that, we'd have to set that first and then the motion to sever. and then. Judge, that's the way I'm reading the rule, but uh, I would expect the motion severed can be heard probably within 30 to 45 days if that's acceptable to the court.
4: All right, in lieu of
1: setting the hearing on that today, counsel just be aware that I do want to get that on the calendar uh, under rule 14. If you think of preliminary motions required, Mr. Pryor file that motion.
4: We I will do that.
1: that, that. We get that heard on a shorter time frame and then we can look at getting the actual motion to sever calendared and I'll bring that up with counsel at a later date. I just I would like to hear that sooner than later,
0: as again that's gonna impact potentially the trial in this case. So Judge, if the court mm-hmm. wants to set a time for my preliminary motion on the severance per rule fourteen that talks about the uh, uh statements that both the co defendants would uh um be used by the state against each of them and the requirement, and it's not, and excuse me, judge, it's up to the court to decide whether they're gonna require the state to provide me those. That's what my preliminary motion would be. And I can have that ready at any time if, it, if it's a concern that we need to get the severance issue heard. So if the court wants to set that motion today, I would gladly entertain that and make sure that by either day's end or uh, uh, by tomorrow, I have my, uh, my request for that information done promptly this court. Uh, So I'll entertain if the court wants to set a hearing on that right now.
1: All right. At this point, I'm going to interject for a moment. I think we're getting some feedback. I think it's probably coming from Mr. Means, who's not on mute. Uh, Mr. Means,
4: thank you. Uh,
1: Council. in terms of a potential hearing date coming up on a motion, we could have either December 22nd or 29th available. Your Honor, we, we'd like to see
5: that motion before we agree to a time that we, uh, okay. we need to respond to
0: it. Well, they're, they are going to see it, Judge. Today's the third, or excuse me. Today's well, I don't have it yet, Mr. Pryor.
1: You're yeah, right. Mr. You Prior, got- if it hasn't been filed yet, I'm not going to set for hearing. Right. Just pencil on. If you want to get a hearing set, I've got 22nd and 29th get the motion filed, and then we'll look at an appropriate time for a setting once it's okay. filed. But I agree with the state, it hasn't been filed yet. We don't need to set it for hearing. Okay. All right. Uh, I think that will conclude then the issues relating to the scheduling of the trial in this case. We've next got a motion, and I understand counsel would like a sidebar with the court, which will be conducted in the form of what's called a breakout room, where we'll be off, well, we won't be off the record because I'll have the court reporter... Uh, record what is stated in the breakout room, but we will not be broadcasting that uh, to the public on the YouTube stream. So, Madam Clerk, if you could please set up a breakout room for all the council, uh, then once you see that invite, we'll do that, confirm
4: that it's not being live-streamed, and then we will discuss the preliminary issues to that.
2: All right. <laughs>
3: <laughs> it's probably Mr. Well, Means. It's probably Mr. Means.
2: <laughs> it's always Mr. Means. Uh, I, I knew it. I could hear it. And I'm like, that's a phone. It's uh-huh. like a phone driving. Driving. Yep. Yeah. Um. <laughs> well, we have a trial date. No one likes it, but we have one. <laughs>
3: Shit! I about died when he said September twenty or September of twenty twenty
2: three. Yeah, I know. I was like, "Oh my god!" But the thing is, they're setting all this stuff with no awareness of when is Lori going to be fit for trial, you know. And I think that's what the that's what the prosecutor's saying is like, "What the hell? What 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 do you expect us to do at this point?" You know? Right? Why are we even doing this? Yeah, yeah, agreed. Well, and when Mr. Archibald said, you know, he's got no timeline for when yeah. she might be ready. That's uh, that's interesting. That's the first time we've even heard him speak
3: in these I know. I in was these hearings. That too. <laughs> no, Can you imagine? Means was probably texting him furiously. No, no, God damn it! Don't yeah. agree with them. September twenty twenty third. Yeah, twenty twenty three. I can only imagine. Mark did not want to agree with that because agreeing with Woods is off the plate for him. Apparently,
2: yeah. Well, and I'm sure for Archibald, because he hasn't been on this case for very long, he's like, I'll take all the time I can get. Right. Mm
4: -hmm. Well, and he
2: knows better than anybody. How long this this stuff takes. Yeah, Yeah, well, and also what Lori's status is, you know. Yes, yeah. I'm sure he's getting some updates about her and, you know, how she's doing. Mm Mm-hmm probably more than anybody Apparently, else. Apparently I got been.
3: sent to my own uh breakout room. I don't know what happened. <laughs> That's all right. We're here for it.
2: <laughs> Are you responding back to the I her? don't
3: either because it just started putting people in rooms. So we're not I'll know. move you in there. Are we okay. gonna hear stuff we're not supposed to hear? Oh
2: well, let's hope so because we're recording.
3: <laughs> and I'm just staying out since I'm screen sharing.
2: Us too, actually. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, Chad was purple. Yeah, I know. I mean, it, you know, even yeah. with the current trial, that's 14 more months in jail. Mm-hmm. I know. I said he looked 66% dark. Yeah, yeah, he definitely did. And I think he got
3: darker as the hearing went on.
2: M- maybe someone should
3: gift the uh, Fremont County Jail uh, ring light for Christmas. Yeah, yeah, maybe they should. God. <laughs>
2: Well, that was a funny thing, uh, that that exchange between Pryor and Wood about traveling. And mm-hmm. uh, I don't know. Pryor's such an asshole. Driving to and from Boise in January sucks.
3: Uh, yeah. You know it does. You've got kids that live in Boise. It sucks. It can be horrible. Not only that, I mean... It was in, what, March, two years ago, that we got stuck in a horrible storm and had to stay in Twin Falls overnight because we couldn't keep going. Yeah. Yeah. I. Well, and I mean, and that's what Wood's saying. No, that was in December last year. Oh, was it? Okay. Mm -hmm. We're going to have all of our detectives on the road. We're going to have, you know, so many people from Southeast Idaho on the road coming back and forth for this. I'm with him. I I Mm. wouldn't do that in January. No. No. Although... They might be able to charter a plane. It's true. Well, there's a new Allegiant flight too coming between starting January first between Boise and Idaho Falls. Yeah. See, I I
2: would fly if I was going to be there for days. I would fly. Mm -hmm. I've made that flight from Idaho Falls to Boise several times, and it's like twenty three minutes long or something. Like it's crazy. Yeah, I would much rather fly than than brave that that freeway. In oh. But you yes. know, if you're prior, you know, every you,
3: you can do anything. <laughs> He's such a jerk, George. <laughs> I've done it, it's not bad. Yeah, well, I think
2: anybody who lives here was like, uh, it sucks. What are you talking about? Mm-hmm. But yeah, and then again.
3: We don't know if they're going to be going there or not, because... Right. So, everything could change. It just seems like conversations like this are such a moot point, because everything could change, and and it probably will. Yeah. Well, (laughs) I Oh, what? Oh, language of horses said, if Lori really cared about Chad, she would have stopped malingering. Right.
2: (laughs) Uh She uh, is apparently still pretty delusional. Well, Mm -hmm. and... I know, and I guess they're just trying to, because yeah, you know, I mean, I think prior's insane to think this will only take six weeks.
4: Mm-hmm.
2: I bet it takes eight. I bet it's going to fall right in the middle of those two requests. It's going to take eight weeks. Mm-hmm. So maybe they're just trying, it's a huge amount of time to block out. Yeah. So maybe they're just trying to get something
3: mm-hmm. on the calendar. God, can but you then, imagine this going on for eight weeks and it probably will. It probably will. Yeah. And <laughs> Chad was clutching Pryor's pearls. He probably was.
2: Yeah. I'm, I, I'm so
3: frustrated with myself. I have some
2: pearls. I was going to wear them today so I could clutch them. I need to put them in here so I don't forget. Um, <laughs> you don't have to have them on. You can just clutch them. Right. <laughs> yeah. Well, and the bitching about if he has all the discovery or not, and he is not sure. And the, you know, only filed two days ago. My God, Pryor. How slow yeah. do you read?
3: <laughs> yeah, that's kind of a never ending.
2: Mm, it is.
3: Yeah. What's better for the prison or jail or prison? Uh, for Laurie and Chad at this point, I would say probably jail because yeah. the jail has a responsibility to keep them safe from others. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so does the prison, but it's not the same. You know, no. the, the prison uh, is a much rougher place. Well, and these are
2: small jails. I mean, they're not housed mm-hmm. with very many other people.
3: Yeah. But Chad has been, as we understand it, he has been uh totally by himself ever since he entered that jail. So yeah. I mean think to about that'll him. be two and a half years of solitary. Yeah.
2: That doesn't do great for your mental health.
3: Mm-mm. Well oh, God, he'll be the next one and he'll
2: be then he'll be the next one. Yeah. Oh boy. I doubt it because he can just shut down. He's just, Mm -hmm. he doesn't emotionally, you know, I don't think it has the same, you know, he's a psychopath. So he doesn't have the same, um, it doesn't have the same emotional impact on him that it would Mm -hmm. on someone with normal emotional response.
3: So the Madison County Jail has a reputation of having better food than other jails in the state. In fact, people... That know they're going to be in jail for a while, a lot of times will request to be sent to Madison County Jail because the food and the situation is better.
4: Mm-hmm.
3: Yeah, yeah, they're, like so, a, they're more like a homemade uh, school lunch kitchen, you know. Yes,
4: <laughs> and then yeah, yeah, Fremont like County bacon.
3: Yeah, what they even they get have... things like bacon and mm-hmm. fresh vegetables and stuff that you just don't get in jail usually. Yeah, yeah. child's living on hot pockets hot
2: pockets yep. that just brings a whole new meaning to hot pockets for me <laughs> uh, um, Tara says I bet he won't find many of the 144,000 in jail yeah probably not yeah well, but when knows? he when he gets into a prison and it's not local where people aren't going to be as aware of his case it'll be different And same for Lori, you know, people, the people they're housed with know all about them and know all about their case and know that they murdered children. And yeah,
3: you know, yeah. Yeah, on
2: Hot pockets in love. (laughs) (laughs) Sure.
3: It's true. Yep. People gain weight in prison. It's a fact. That's true.
4: Mm -hmm. Yeah,
3: that's true. It'll be interesting to see even just, you know, like over this course of time, I mean, some people, you know, exercise obsessively in prison and in jail as well, mm-hmm. but they might need to be in protective custody in prison. Once they're sentenced and they're just in prison, they probably won't do that. You know, it'll just be, mm. everybody has to find their place in prison.
2: Well, and, and they'll be in a different place. They won't be, you know, prison. The women's prison actually is in Pocatello, which is only yeah about 50 miles from where we are. And so... If they Mm -hmm. house Lori there, um, that'll be interesting.
3: Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Lydia said, means probably not showing his face after the whipping woods gave him in his response. (laughs) It's because he's got dust in. He's got burn cream all over his face.
4: Yeah, he does. (laughs)
3: Oh, my God. interesting that he
2: was present but he did not get to speak either yeah i just think he just he's um he's the odd man out and he hasn't quite figured it out yet
3: mm-hmm. he must be feeling it at this point especially yeah. because i am just really certain that he did not agree today with what archibald said about oh the yeah, length of time on the trial. There's no way he agreed with that. No,
2: no, he was wow. gonna be all butthurt about it, and he was gonna be all fired up like like Pryor was.
3: Yeah, right. Um, language
2: language of horses says I'm disappointed. It's going to take so long. Ugh, you know, death penalty trials take forever mm-hmm. to be prepared for and to try. Yep. Well,
3: and you know, like. Uh, Mr. Archibald pointed out we don't know yet if Lori's trial is going to be a death penalty because she hasn't actually been charged with her you know that they haven't made it that far with her yet because of her stint in the hospital but it, it what's good for the goose is good for the gander she'll have the same thing Chad has but yeah until, until one of them rolls this will give them a little more time to decide to save them or try to save their own skin no one's going anywhere but well
2: I'm very interested in this conversation that they're going to finally address the motion to sever the trials yeah see what happens there
3: (laughs) that conversation Um, was interesting i to be honest i kind of tuned out or zoned out or i think the judge did too i I wasn't quite sure what prior was saying about needing to uh file something 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 before he can schedule blah 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 and the judge just kind of went uh Okay, well we'll we'll schedule that later then. Yeah, I, he did. I think
2: he was like, oh god, I'm tired. <laughs> But Listen like he was rendered
3: speechless. Yeah, <laughs> yeah,
2: yeah. I kind of need a break from the crazy. Tara says. Hopefully, there won't be a ton of motions and things will settle down until the trial.
3: <laughs> oh no, babe. Okay. They won't. Well,
2: <laughs> they won't. Not, not with Pryor on board. I mean, with Archibald, he doesn't play all the dumb games, but no. but Pryor does, and if Unless they censure means, you know, unless he gets some kind of mm-hmm. disciplinary action. If he gets sanctions or whatever.
3: yet The judge has really let means do whatever the hell he wanted up to this point.
2: Yeah. Well, he crossed uh, some huge lines here, though.
3: Oh, yeah. Huge lines. I kind of hope that... Uh... Curtin McConkie, yeah, uh, Susan. <laughs> right? <laughs> Defamation.
2: Why not? Right. It would be more boring without him, GB. That's true. I know. No means that's... was there. He was there on the phone. He was the reason for all the feedback because he <laughs> hadn't muted himself because he's an idiot. <laughs>
3: <laughs> he probably doesn't. But know he how wasn't.
2: This thing works. I'm sure not, because, you know, this hair technology is real tough for him. Well, it was funny, though, because, um, you know, he was his opinion was not ever sought. Yeah. Hopefully this
3: breakout doesn't take too long. I was texting the husband to ask him to bring me a drink and he walked right in my office. Oh, look at this. This manifesting (laughs) is on fire over here. Yes, it is. (laughs) Will we know if means get sanctioned? Ah, uh, good question. I don't know.
2: I, I'm not sure. That's a great question. I don't know if that's public or not.
3: We might hear it on the DL. Who knows?
2: Mm-hmm.
3: People have a way of telling us stuff we're not supposed to know. So <laughs> it's possible. yes,
2: it is true. We do hear these things, which is awesome.
4: But no to be one wants fair his to opinion. Us,
3: we have. Protected our sources with everything. You know. We have.
4: Because
5: yeah, we have had
3: fearful. some really, really good info in the past. Yeah. But
2: oh. As as told by Thielen, it says, Sanctions are public in my state. Good to know. Maybe they are here too.
3: Well, to the Google. Let's find out.
2: Let's do. Yeah, I, I don't know that I've ever seen, you know, anyone get sanctioned here. that doesn't mean it hasn't happened, just I'm not sure.
3: If anybody knows, it will probably be Scott Reich, if it happens. Oh, yeah. That is true. Yes, they are. Thank you, ma'am. Notice of public discipline. Public discipline sanctions are posted to the Idaho State Bar's website as they are issued.
2: Ooh. So... Yes. Keep an eye on their website. Mm. In Idaho, the right. sanctions are released until the investigation is finalized. Okay. Yeah. Oh, they aren't until it's finalized. Right. Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. It does look like it. They're going to put them up, put it on the bar website. So we'll keep an eye on
3: that. Okay. Thielen used to work for the bar. Awesome. Oh, nice. Okay. Well, good. Then yes. Yes. We'll know.
2: Yeah. Thank you. I really do want to know like. Yeah, we'll keep an eye on the website. Yeah, it'll take some time for sure. I'm sure. As everything in the criminal justice system. Yeah. Well, and I got to say, scheduling that trial 14 months out, I still think that's pretty darn fast. Yeah. Yeah, I do too. Um, In in other states, we've seen um, death penalty trials take Way longer than that. Yeah. But, you know, I mean, here we are in a place where we don't have any other trials like this going on right now. You know.
3: No. Well, no. that was
2: funny. That's one of the things Wood said is he said, well, we've looked, um, you know, at other trials like this. And this is how far out they go. Yeah. And this is how, you know, and this is how long they schedule them for. I just like Wood because he's always trying to make things easier by, let's make it so we don't have to do this over and over again. So we don't have to push it back and change the date a bunch of times and stuff.
3: And do we think they're sitting in the breakout room reading comments on various YouTube sites and laughing? (laughs) I I would, but they're probably arguing balls to the wall right now, I would bet. I'm guessing that Pryors is sipping vodka and pretending that it's water. Mm, probably. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Yeah. The OJ or Casey Anthony trials all over again, right?
4: Mm-hmm.
3: Well, yeah. it is. I mean, speaking of trials, there are a couple of other biggies going on this week. Mm-hmm. Uh, we talked yesterday a little bit about the uh, the Duggar, Josh Duggar's trial and how gross it is that Anna showed up there holding his hand. What we didn't know until afterwards, uh, and then I made a TikTok about it, was that she rushed out of court when the prosecutor was ready to start showing uh, evidence, like physical evidence. Mm -hmm. She rushed out of court. And I just am so disgusted by her. I gave Mm -hmm. her the benefit of the doubt for a while because of her upbringing and Mm -hmm. her religious beliefs and I I know this is you know she has a belief in standing by her husband no matter what but so you got to tell me Anna that this man that you have supported all along that you've had seven children with that you walked into court with hand in hand but you cannot make yourself look at the videos of seven-year-olds being molested that were on his phone and computer right and what I thought about saying that could, you know, maybe, uh, you know, that really probably would have gotten me, <laughs> gotten my video kicked off of TikTok was probably got to keep an eye on those uh, videos, Anna, and make sure you don't recognize anybody. Right,
2: exactly. Well, and if she can't face what he, uh, maybe, maybe it's going to start to dawn on her, like, yeah, Thea Lynn said it might pop her delusions. I mm-hmm. hope so. Yeah. I don't have a lot of faith in it because, yeah. my God, already the stuff that, you know. Yeah. I don't know. But I, I do really feel like maybe it's starting to kick in for her a little bit that this is for real. This is what they found on his computer.
3: Yeah. And laptop and iPhone. That's the crazy thing, you know, and that was the argument of his defense is like, you guys are saying that this is what my client did. But <laughs> he's just too stupid. He yeah. can't figure out how to use this kind of technology. He could have never done it. Yeah, that that was the or whole. On his iPhone, whole, or on his laptop, or on his desktop. Uh-huh. Right. Okay. Yeah. yeah.
2: Yeah, it's ridiculous. Well, and he he told the FBI agents that he talked to the day that they served a search warrant on him that he did know how to do all of those things.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: So I don't know.
3: Yeah, it's really gross. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, and many of the same sets of photos. Yep no accident whatsoever, you know, and he's been on an ankle monitor and the rule was he couldn't be around minor children unless he was supervised by his
4: wife. Well, she's no supervisor.
3: Yeah. Because her uh, discernment here is seriously questionable.
2: It really is. She is not a good choice as far as making sure that her kids are safe at this Mm -hmm. point
3: how sad that the best defense is that he's an idiot <laughs> right. oh and he is an idiot oh, yeah. but he's not that much of an idiot right he's not a tech idiot where there no. was a will there was a way right yep <laughs> <laughs> yes the, the ankle
2: monitor should zap his ass when he gets online agreed
3: Agreed. Uh, yeah yeah I'm he's sure. so gross oh <sighs> well and then glenn maxwell I was oh. so angry yesterday when I got done reading the notes from that uh, day in court. The way the defense attorney spoke to Jane, the first mm-hmm. witness, witness—the the, well, not the first witness, but the first uh, victim witness, holy shit.
2: It was awful.
3: Awful, Horrifying.
2: awful. And it was a woman. And mm-hmm. I'm like, really? You got some serious problems, lady,
3: that you're going to defend this crap. Well, and just the way she talked to her, accused her of just being an actress that's melodramatic. And yeah. I I just, watching that, my stomach just hurt. And I was just thinking about how this right here is poster child for why women don't speak up. It's right. so awful. Yep. Oh, yeah. Us too, Thielen. Actually, uh, right now, YouTube. She said that she covers uh, Maxwell on her channel, and all demonetized right upon uploading. Us too. Actually, right right now with YouTube, literally everything we post is demonetized, and we have to fight it. Literally everything. This live stream will be. Everything is. We're not really Mm -hmm. sure why, but once we we, fight it, we almost always win. But right, that's a ridiculous part of it. YouTube makes. Yeah, well, YouTube is just makes true crime podcasting hard it's just ridiculous oh yep this has already been demonetized my god yeah
2: so glad josh and maxwell aren't being tried in idaho the land of plea deals and writers for sex offenders it is very true not the right yep no yeah yeah it is very true um and and i know i i mean i I don't have much fear about Josh Duggar. He's going to go away with the with this stuff they have on him. Ghislaine Maxwell,
3: I, I'm very worried. I'm very worried. Really? Mm-hmm. I hope the jury has plenty of options. I hope that they do
2: too. And that's one of the things we've seen some big mistakes made lately.
3: Yeah, YouTube picks which videos they won't pay on. Oh, hell yeah.
2: And, and unfortunately, I, because we're true crimers, we do talk about you know upsetting content. Mhm I mean, we
3: put our worst stuff on our patreon, frankly <laughs> um, yeah. because our most graphic that. cases go on Patreon, yep, because we don't monetize them anyway because they're already monetized through patreon um yep, but those are the ones like uh that recent uh necromancy case we did necrophilia oh (laughs) i knew that was strong as soon as i said it (laughs) (laughs)
4: yeah
2: yeah true crime we get our butts kicked man it's hard Mm -hmm. to because once you've been demonetized and you know your your content's been out a while before you get Mm -hmm. your appeal
3: yeah yeah it's very annoying yep yeah yeah true crime is very popular on youtube yeah it's frustrating but you know, when you're saying words like murder and sexual assault and suicide right. and, you know. Oh, we <laughs> we had a series, but not this last year, but the year before we had a series called. Um, oh, what did we call it? It was something
2: roulette. Uh, yeah. It was just called True Crime
3: Roulette. True it? Crime Roulette. Yeah. Basically, we were just throwing cases back and forth at each other for cold reads and uh, we couldn't monetize any of those because the word roulette was not okay. We were
2: promoting <laughs> unsafe behaviors. <laughs> yeah.
3: yeah. Yeah. Yeah, they get the money, but we don't. Yeah, and agreed. My Adam oh, yeah. Walsh vids have tons of views and there are ads on some of them, but I don't get it. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Oh yeah, there are certain words that are definitely going to get you tagged. Oh, that's mm-hmm. right, it was celebrity death roulette. Thanks, Oh, so that's right,
2: celebrity death roulette. That's right.
3: Yeah, <laughs> yeah. we and liked that title, but it had to go to uh, the Patreon because yeah. <laughs> YouTube did not like it. They said we were suggesting dangerous activities.
2: Yes, we weren't actually talking about playing roulette, but you know. Yep. Because it's all algorithms, so they just pick up words. You know. Mm-hmm.
3: So uh, Spotify gave us a breakdown of, uh, because our our podcast is through Anchor and Anchor is an arm of Spotify.
6: Mm-hmm. So
3: they gave us a very interesting breakdown today of how things have gone this year. Yeah. Our listenership is up uh, more than 300%. I think it was 336%. Yeah. 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 Pretty cool yeah Um, but also but any guesses on what our biggest case this year was our biggest episode Mm, i know (laughs) gabby petito oh yeah. yeah yeah no they don't give you a list of no no words you don't actually know what the rules are you just have to play in the dark
4: yeah
2: they 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 give a little bit of They give a little bit of rules now. There's a form you fill out, you know, but it's still very. uh, Yeah. Our channel was number two for your Spotify year in review. Thank you, GB. That's much appreciated.
3: Yeah. It's hard when sometimes when you have to talk to a human about it, they can't give you any answers. They really don't know. They don't know. (laughs) It's just the algorithm.
2: Yeah, I tried, you know, going to support with it at one point, and, you know, no,
3: yeah. they have no
2: idea. So, but we have figured out a few things, and, and definitely uh, roulette is one of them.
3: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Suicide is-, is another that they, mm-hmm. they don't like. Suicide. No, they also don't like the F word.
6: <laughs>
2: I, I know. I have anybody- to be really careful. Cause we've gotten demonetized from my dirty mouth a few times. hmm
3: Yeah, they don't like that. Uh yep, there's a few things. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, vague rules, they all bet. And it's you true. Of, yeah. They do. They definitely That's kind do. Of nice, uh, you know, because on Anchor on the podcast end, there's nothing, none of that. We are sponsored uh-huh. over there. We don't have any of those issues. It is nice. Yeah. And we <laughs> have a new YouTube sponsor, you guys. You might have noticed that we have stopped us. We've ended our sponsorship with Manscaped. Yes, it was hilarious. We had a blast with it. We're just not the right target audience for it at all. No, you know. But we have a new sponsor coming in in December, and we're so excited. We actually uh, our PR merch will be here any day now. We can't wait yes. to share it with you guys. So that's pretty cool. That's that's going to be really fun. Yeah, yeah, if murders like murder. in the title, yeah, if murders in the title it won't monetize. And that's a pretty tough uh thing to do
2: when you mm-hmm. when you talk about murder all day long in your podcast. Um yeah. does does YouTube pay well? <laughs> no. It, it's very small, um very small increments. It's just more about
4: mm-hmm.
2: um, you know, like we're up over 400 episodes now. Mm-hmm.
3: So it's it's, you know, quantity yeah yeah no lori's not in court lori is because her case is staged she's basically just totally uh you know sidelined right now her attorney is there but she's not chad wouldn't have had to be there today i don't think but he is yeah 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 yeah, we don't know how many for sure. We need to figure it out. We have we had 270 episodes, 277 episodes. We're probably closer to 500, really, because we have 270 episodes in 2021.
2: Yeah, See, 277. We really we super increased how many we do now. Mm-hmm.
3: So, yeah, it probably is closer to 500. Well, and that's at the beginning of the month. I mean, we'll basically be sitting at 300 by the end of the month, by the end yeah, of this we- month. So Lori could be watching. She could, we learned, uh, you know, when uh, means had his last meltdown that, uh, she had been watching court yeah. from the hospital, which, you know, means was like really pissed off about, I don't really understand why, but she also could have watched it from the jail potentially. So, you know, it, mm-hmm. it's not like they were she... doing something terrible. No, she yeah. was watching it with her therapist and mm-hmm. it was the,
2: uh, change of venue hearing
3: yeah it is a worthwhile hobby feel and i'm with you you know and just recently we've seen a few different cases three different cases that we've seen uh solved or at least uh with justice here in the last few weeks because of true crimers you know yeah
2: there's a there is a reason for it yeah
3: yeah we might be laughed at by law enforcement but we don't care because it makes a difference
2: it does you can speaking of which
3: have you guys yet watched only murders in the building
2: (laughs) yes i'm watching it right now i love it
3: it's so so awesome you guys it's on hulu first season there's uh first season is down they finally uh, are done they're actually filming second season now but uh if you haven't watched it and you love true crime you got it's to do
2: it. So worthwhile. yeah, with
3: Steve Martin and Martin Short, Selena Gomez, and a lot of other oh uh, yeah stars. Nathan it Lane. has a fantastic cast. Yeah. 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 No. Yeah. Yeah. I'll bet they're all over web sleuths. Web sleuths mm-hmm. is awesome. I have mm-hmm. learned a lot from people on web sleuths. One of the things I learned on web sleuths that I never really thought about before was that a very interesting place to track info that a lot of people don't think about is Venmo. Yes. And we found some really interesting stuff on Venmo a few times now that I uh, right Nobody that else connect people to each other. Yeah. Like uh Jake, uh, yeah, Jake, uh, Claire. Claire. So the, yeah. the Jake Claire kidnapping, that's one uh, that the social media did solve yep. uh, here a few weeks ago. But that was the guy that kidnapped his uh, non-custodial son and his niece, that he, teenage niece that he had convinced they were in a relationship and took them from, uh, from Tennessee and Kentucky all the way to California. And they were yeah. finally... Uh, found in uh, San Clemente, California. And he did, they were on the run for, I don't know, about 14 days, I think, maybe a little bit more.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: But uh, at any rate, then after Jake was arrested and the kids were returned home, this other woman was arrested and charged with uh, aiding him. And so I was really interested in that uh, and why and what they think she did. And because she was just like a housewife, you know, Looked like she's a gym rat and he's a gym rat too. So I'm thinking that's how they knew each other. Mm-hmm. So I went to Venmo and guess yeah. who I found? Jake Claire. Jake only had three friends on Venmo and she was his top one. Yeah. Anyway.
2: Sending him following money. the
3: money. Yep. Dum dum dum. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, that
2: is a good one. Well, and you know, I mean, you have to add that then to try to take a look at Cash App, although Cash App is a little more... Secure than Venmo. Mm-hmm. But yeah, looking at those payment sources really important. Yeah. Oh, come on. Prior, please stop talking.
4: <laughs>
2: we all know what this is. <laughs> or if they're letting means talk, it's means. Because those two, let's just say that they're very voluminous in their um explanation mm-hmm. of everything. I they can really, talk for 10 minutes and Rob Wood can talk for 30 seconds and say exactly the same
3: thing. Mm-hmm. All I want for Christmas is to just be able to see Archibald's face for a few minutes while uh, Wood is talking, or, or sorry, <laughs> while Means is talking. I just <laughs> want a few minutes of looking at his face. That's all. Right? Uh. Mm hmm. Yeah, so much. Yeah, you're right, Theolyn And I think that's one of the things that takes the most time in true crime, at least for me, is because once I go down a rabbit hole, it's not enough to read the articles. I want to go find every piece of social media I can. And then I want to read all the comments.
6: And then I want to track
3: all of those people back to their social media and see what they've posted and said. And boy, you learn a lot that way so much. Uh what motion are they discussing when they come back from lunch? I'm not sure. What are we talking about?
2: If it's this whole fiasco with what Mark means filed and the response Okay. and the response on the part of the prosecutors. I think it's got to do with that. Jesus. They are wasting our time, it's true.
3: Yeah. Do you want to see my new shirt? I'll show uh, you yes. really quick to see. Okay, <gasps> cute. Pretty cute I made it this morning so cute i, I walked it. he got dressed walked out didn't say anything to my husband just thought you know i'll let you notice and he looked at me and he goes huh i don't really like those baseball style shirts what <laughs> was that yeah i guess i'm like the graphic he's like oh yeah the graphic's cute i just don't really like the two-tone oh shut the hell up <laughs> <laughs> What you're talking about.
2: <laughs> I don't think prior filed anything else. The only, you know, the big elephant in the room right now is this insanity from means. Yeah. And I'm sure there's a lot of discussing like what the hell are we gonna do with this?
4: You know? Mm-hmm. Bye,
3: Thielen. Thanks for being here. Bye, Thielen. So the last thing
2: we are missing all the good, funny stuff in the sidebar movie. Um, yes, yes, we are. But yes. a lot of this, unfortunately, is um, covered by Lori's HIPAA rights. Mm-hmm. And so they have to be really careful about talking about anything that has to do with her and her hospitalization and all that jazz. So mm-hmm. that's crappy. Yeah.
3: There were a couple of things filed by Lindsay Blake and Rob Wood. Uh, just recently that were uh, responses to things that Pryor had asked for. Mm-hmm. Uh, one is the third supplemental discovery disclosure. And again, they're basically uh Oh, responding. he said he just got that. Yeah. Yeah, he said he, he's such an ass. The way he uh, rounds up and down and stuff, you know, because that was filed. Let's see. One of them was filed on eleven twenty-two. Oh, oh, we're coming back. Oh, that will shut up. All right, let's just see what
2: they
4: have to say. All right, madam clerk, are you uh ready? Sorry, I was muted. Yes, we are ready. Okay, thank you. Is the court reporter ready? Yes, Your Honor. Okay, thank
1: you. Uh, We're back on the record on this case. Uh, State versus Daybell. We had a discussion uh, with the court reporter, but not live streamed uh, based on the content of a lot of that discussion. The court does find grounds for closing and sealing that portion of the proceedings based on the fact that the discussion in large part uh, entailed issues related to the competency and treatment of the co-defendant, Ms. Fallow Daybell in KCR 2221-1623. I would note that all counsel were present for that hearing section of the hearing, uh, including her counsel, Mr. Archibald and Mr. Means. So the court does order uh, the sealing of that part of the record of these proceedings. Uh, What we got to were the issues raised in these motions that were filed uh, in the companion case that I just mentioned 1623, Mr. Means filed a motion on October 27th. And then as a response partially to that motion, the defendant here today, Mr. Daybell and his counsel filed their motion on November 5th, titled the motion for discovery concerning events that were revealed in Maury Vallow's motion dated October 27, 2021. There was a hearing scheduled on the matter today. After discussion with counsel, the courts determined that uh, it's not yet a ripe issue to bring before the court uh, for several reasons. Uh, one and chief among them is the fact that uh, additional, Facts were submitted in the form of an affidavit in the 1623 case to which Mr. Pryor has not been made privy because that was a sealed affidavit that was filed at the request of the Department of Health and Welfare through counsel. The court would note that that counsel is not here and available for the hearing today. And there's a few questions that need to be determined. Number one, the question of whether or not the stay in effect in the 1623 case, pursuant to Idaho 18211 and 18212, would prohibit a hearing on the issue. And I have to do some research and determine whether or not it's appropriate to have a hearing in that case based on the stay being in effect. The second issue then would be whether or not the information disclosed through that affidavit should be revealed on a limited basis to Mr. Pryor and his client. As it relates directly to their motion. And I'm not going to make that determination until I've had an opportunity to receive uh, the Department of Health and Welfare's thoughts on that through their counsel that filed the pleadings. So we're going to need to continue this hearing to sort through those issues and allow additional counsel from the Department of Health and Welfare to be involved. Uh, The court will consider the matter under advisement, understanding the objections that have been raised by both defendants and go through the issues of both the stay and the involvement of the Department of Health and Welfare. At such point, we would likely uh, have a, another hearing scheduled that would join the two motions to a single hearing for efficiency purposes. Uh, we don't have the capability currently of setting that hearing for today until I get through the other issues about the state. So with that in mind, then the court is going to vacate today's hearing on that motion. It'll be continued to a later date to be determined by the court with uh, assistance of counsel and looking at their calendars. So I believe that's where we're left for the day. Um, Mr. Pryor, it was your motion I was just discussing. Do you have any questions or anything else you need to raise before we conclude this afternoon? Nothing further, Your Honor. Thank you for the explanation. All right. Thank you, Mr. Pryor. Mr. Wood and Ms. Blake, do you have anything?
4: Nothing further on this uh, today, Your Honor. Thank you. Thank you. Okay, I think that will conclude the matters that were
1: scheduled for today's hearing. Then we'll get together with counsel to determine a future date for the next hearing. And again, we'll set forth the scheduling order will be filed in the case as well. So I appreciate everyone's attendance today. That will conclude the hearing and we'll be in recess.
4: Thank you, Judge. Thank you, Judge. You're welcome.
3: Thank you, Judge. Thank you, Judge. (laughs)
2: Well, there we go.
3: There you go. Much ado about nothing. Right? Sorry. Bye.
2: Well, uh, interesting (laughs) that Health and Welfare's uh, attorney, attorneys are involved here. I'm sure they are pissed as hell Mm -hmm. about what they have been accused of. Ridiculous Mm -hmm. crap.
3: Well, but also of one of their patients having her HIPAA rights violated. Yes. So I'm very curious about that.
4: Mhm.
2: Yeah. We'll probably never hear any of it though. No, likely no.
3: Yeah,
2: but I'm sure they are like they are very, you know, quick to want to defend their position and protect their client and their, their patient. And, you know, also to be like uh WTF Mark means, you know, what are you accusing us of here? Yeah.
3: Lori is a very sick woman and not a man. It's true, but yes, they are both very sick people for sure. Yeah, interesting. Well, and that little bit about, uh, you know, things that Mr. Pryor has not been privy to. (laughs) Well, because it's true
2: that the things that happened here, if they happen the way that they're said, which I don't think they did, but it does affect Chad's case too. It does. Lori's out there, you know phoning up people and telling them stuff about their case
3: yeah technically and then maybe I'm totally wrong here but if Lori's truly calling strangers on the phone and spilling her guts about all this stuff could that force a separation of the jointer
4: Uh,
2: I don't think so but I don't know. I mean, I guess it could certainly be part of the reason for prior to seek one.
3: Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. <laughs> Alex is dead and it's not fair. He got away with everything. <laughs> right. He did, but
2: he lost his life. Uh, Kristen, I do not think this is a satanic thing. I think this is mostly a selfish ignoramus thing but they they definitely had some you know very excuse me extreme beliefs around it yeah
3: yep well you know they they did what so many like cult type leaders do they start creating the rules around what serves them right
2: right they do and you know then they take it way too far yep and it
3: happens every time if you guys have never watched The Invention of Lying, I highly oh, recommend you do. Yeah. Yeah, no kidding. And if you've watched it, you know exactly what I'm talking about. And if you haven't, well, go watch it. Yeah, <laughs> that's a
2: really good point. It's a really good point.
3: Mm-hmm. It's easy well, to uh, continue to form the rules. Uh, I have no idea if it's on Netflix. It's a kind of. It's a. Let's see. Netflix or Amazon, probably. Yeah. What is his name? Um, Ricky Gervais. Yeah, Ricky Gervais. Yeah.
2: It's really. It's very good. Yeah. Some people think Chad was playing around with demons, but maybe that was the front, and it was more about sex and money. You know, I, they they did talk a lot about you know people being dark mm-hmm. and people being zombies and that kind of mm-hmm. stuff.
6: You yeah. know.
2: So. But was it really about sex and money? Yes. Yes, it was. At the end
3: of the day. uh, Pryor was complaining about the last minute dump of evidence, yet wanted to discuss the severance before he had even filed the motion with the court. Yeah. Yeah. He's such a he and never, yeah, he and Means both always want the rules to apply to everybody but themselves.
2: Yes, yeah, as long as, you know, it wasn't his mistake, then he can be super mad. But if it is his Mm -hmm. mistake, then, you know, your honor. Mm Mm-hmm just needs more time, you know, all that
3: jazz. Yeah. Oh well, we'll be back tonight at seven for the psychic hour and it's marching orders. and yes, I'm so is. excited because I just got uh last week in the mail I got the seasons of the witch Yule Oracle. So we're gonna work with that tonight. This is a beautiful deck. I can't wait to share with you guys. That's but exciting. we will be back before that because this is mm-hmm. our we are starting on Thursdays at 430 mountain a uh, uh, live stream over on TikTok. We're trying mm-hmm. to do something a little different on TikTok. We were trying to just live stream what we do here and it just wasn't working. Yeah. And, you know, we just weren't, I don't know, the connection just wasn't happening. So we're just going to do TikTok gets its own thing and it's on Thursdays at 430 Mountain. So that's today our first one. Mm-hmm. So we'll see how it goes.
2: Yeah, it's just called True Prime Chat and we're going to talk about some of the really current cases like the Duggar case and the Maxwell case and, you know, yeah. some of the other stuff that's that's going on. I'm just going to have a discussion and see what the people in the chat room want to talk about, too.
3: Yeah, we so are
2: true crime paranormal over there
3: on TikTok. Yep. 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 And uh, oh, Amy, you have these. Do you have do you have these, the Sowin deck or the Beltane deck? I don't have the Beltane deck yet. I bought the Sowin deck. And that's what, how I found these ones in any way. I love this author awesome. a lot. Yeah. We do both do readings, Kristen. Yes, you can. I work on a hotline and it is called One to Listen. Number one, number two, listen.com. And you can call me over there anytime I'm signed in. And Christy, you can schedule with her by going over to our website, which is true crime paranormal
2: Podcast podcast.com. .com. Yeah. Yeah. And you'll see there's a spot about halfway down the page where you can schedule with mm-hmm. me.
3: Yep. Yeah. Uh, this is how we do it. And yeah. also, because we never remember to say it, we have some really great content on Patreon. Yes. And we Patreon do. is not expensive. It's just a few bucks a month to be a patron and then you get to have, you know, the extra episodes and We put some really fun stuff up there recently, and it kind of makes me sad (laughs) because uh, not very many people are seeing those. And there's been some really fun stuff. So we did uh, we did a cold read battle from across the pond, which was really Mm -hmm. fun. We did all uh, British cases, and then we did the necrophilia episode. Which, if you're a true crime hardcore true crimer, you can take this. If not, Mm -hmm. you. It was fun though. Uh, how do you say that? It was, yes, it was. It was great, but
2: it was very interesting. We laughed a lot. We, you know, how mm-hmm. we try to we kind of take horrible talk topics and make them funny. And, and we did do
3: that with that, with that episode. <laughs> yeah. We did Haunted Washington back in October, which yeah, that was, was fun. awesome. And yeah, we did, uh, we also did the Denver Spider-Man which is a really cool story. I mean, that's just some of the things we've done recently. Our Patreon has, let's see, 24. It has about 48 episodes in it that Mm -hmm. you guys have never seen unless you're on Patreon. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, she bought them both after October marching orders. I know.
2: I love love them too. Yeah. But if you just go to Patreon and just search true crime paranormal, we're there and uh, we'd love to have you join us over there. Just one, another way to support us and it gets you all kinds of free content. Mm-hmm.
3: It's a good deal. Yep. Alrighty. Well, I think we'll go cause we have another yeah. stream coming. Oh, yeah, do. So Thanks you guys so much for being here. We really appreciate you of course. And this has been an interesting one. So yeah. this has been yet another edition of true crime paranormal with the psychic sisters. Thanks everybody.